0: Get ready to blast off, everybody, because we're finally doing it. We're going to Space 220 for lunch. I'm Rhino, and this is the Disney Dining Show. Welcome, everybody. I'm here with Craig, Erica, Kylie, and like I said, we are going to be having lunch today at Space 220. Craig was able to make a reservation happen, so I'm excited. I've never been here before. I think everybody who's going hasn't been here, except for Craig went once on a media event. So it's going to be pretty new for everybody here. We're all very excited about it. Expectations are pretty high because it's up in the outer space. Get it? Anyway. Before we get started, and I'm done with these jokes, uh, I want to remind everybody that this and everything that we do here is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. When you book with them, it costs you nothing extra on your trip, and you help support the channel and all the content that we produce. So check them out, dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. And now that I have said that, we are going to go check in for this and hop in that space elevator we've heard so much about. We have arrived in space. We've arrived just in time, as it seems. Um, uh, this is the first time I've ever been in this this <laughs> literal space um, of the space restaurant. But uh, it's actually surprisingly a little bit smaller than I expected it to be, which is fine. I'm not against that. Um, I've always had this thing about this restaurant that when you like look at pictures-wise and everything, I feel weird about how much carpet And like chairs with legs, there are in space. Because for some reason, for me, you wouldn't have like a wooden chair in outer space. I mean, maybe you can, I don't know. Feels like it would catch fire, so I don't, it seems weird. But um, aesthetically, it's nice. There's giant screens here. I'm glad that I'm kind of sitting at an angle where I'm not staring at them because it is giving me a little bit of, like, a depth perception sort of, like, weird variance in my eyes. Like, I suffer from motion sickness, but we're not really, like, moving up here, which is nice. So I don't think it's going to be a big problem for people. And the elevator was just fine. The ride up was nice. It was bumpy, but it was good. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, it's it's okay. So far, so good. No, not really anything... Uh, Not really anything to be like, wow, I'm blown away, but also not anything to be like, this place is awful. So I'm right in the middle right now. It's like a coral reef, but if it were in outer space. Um, No Uncle Jesse up here. So here's the thing, we are here at the lunch hour, and the, this is a pre menu up here, and at lunch, it's a $55 per person, but at dinner, it's $79 per person. So at lunch, you get a choice of one of the appetizers and one of the entrees, and then at dinner, you get an appetizer, entree, and a dessert. However, we are able to order desserts, it would seem, from the menu up here, and most of the desserts are around, it looks like actually they're ten dollars is one, but the rest are all fourteen dollars. So that would put us at sixty-nine dollars, those of us who like math. And um, so you're kinda of paying what is that, ten more dollars for an upcharge for the dinner. Um, I don't know how much uh, different options there are on the dinner menu in terms of the lunch menu for food options, and maybe that's what you're paying for, but like I said, we are here at uh, lunch, and just looking at it really quick, there are a couple of additional items on the dinner menu, Um, but honestly, nothing I feel like... Actually, I'm glad we came at lunch, so... Um, I'm excited. I don't really know what I'm going to order. We kind of went around the table because we're going to try and all pick different apps so we can get a little taste of everything, different uh, entrees and everything because we have some allergies today, but it'll be fun. There's good options. I'm looking forward to it.
1: It's time for Space 220 Appetizers, and I feel like we got a nice variety of appetizers for the table. Maybe we'll share some. Maybe we won't. I know I probably won't share any of mine. I'm very excited about it. I got the Neptuna tartar. ...because I love a good space pun and I also love tuna. And so this is sushi-grade yellowfin tuna, avocado crema, mango coolie, edamame, wonton crisp, and yuzu dressing. And this was some of the freshest tuna that I've had recently, especially on Disney property. Like, this was good sushi-grade tuna. The mango coolie didn't do it for me. Like, I didn't, I didn't need that fish with the sweetness as much as I did prefer having it with the avocado crema, which added, like, a nice coolness to it on top of the already cold and very raw tuna. Uh, And, yeah, the wonton crisp. I usually hate wontons, but this was the nice vessel to uh, scoop the tuna onto my fork. And I'm getting a lot of looks about me saying that I don't like wontons. I just don't. I just don't. So, don't, uh, don't come after me for that. But, yeah, I'm, uh... I I was pretty impressed with this. This was really really good. Of course, I'm always going to sit here and say I could have used like double the amount of tuna, but then I'd end up having mercury poisoning, and then things would go a lot more badly for my life than they already are. And we don't need that. So, uh, yeah, I would definitely recommend it. If you're a fan of if you're a fan of tuna, go for it.
2: I ordered the calamari because it is dairy free and. I have to be a little tough on this. There's a little joke there because these were tough. I ordered these at Mama Melrose, their version of calamari, and those were just so good. And they weren't tough. And the flavoring was just really great. They were seasoned perfect. And I was kind of hoping for the same thing here. But it was kind of a letdown. Uh, But the pink sauce it comes with does lift up the dish a little bit, makes it better. But I was really hoping for more because I love calamari. But this just wasn't it for me. I still enjoy it. I'm still going to finish all of it, but I just wish it wasn't so hard to chew through. It was just so tough, and that's the part that bothers me. But the flavoring of the sauces are good. You have a basic marinara sauce and then, like, a pink sauce that adds extra flavoring, kind of, like, zestiness to it. And then, of course, they bring a lemon that you can put on your calamari. But overall, I probably would give this, like, a 6 out of 10. It was fine.
3: I got the Blue Moon Cauliflower. It's a tempura fried cauliflower with house-made hot sauce and blue cheese dust. It was very delicious. If you are expecting each piece to be like doused in hot sauce, that's not what you're going to get. It um, has basically a little pile of the hot sauce at the bottom, and then the cauliflower stacked up on top of that. It was really crispy and delicious. I really did like the house-made hot sauce. It wasn't too hot. So if you're expecting super spicy, that's not what it's going to be. It's just, I really enjoyed it.
0: For my appetizer, I went with the Big Bang Burrata, which was uh, served on a top uh, compressed watermelon. It had Burrata mozzarella, a big old, big chunk of that mozzarella. Heirloom cherry tomatoes, arugula, which I love, and Florida citrus oil, white balsamic dressing, and I swear there was a little bit of like salt cracked on there or something to give it that that little extra. Mm. And I got to tell you, it was delicious. I thought it it it. I I just I don't know. I love a good piece of mozzarella. I love burrata. It's I hate using these words, but it's extra milky, but. I hate saying it, but it was. And you know what? It was delicious. And I'm, not, I'm one of those people that's very like strict. I just like my watermelon with my watermelon, not with stuff, but the, the, the watermelon with the burrata and the tomatoes and the arugula all together. It was gorgeous. It was wonderful. Highly recommend it. So uh, I tried everyone else's appetizers too. The calamari, I agree with what they said about the calamari. Craig's uh, tuna tartare was very fresh, sushi grade, and Kylie's cauliflower was banging. That could have been called the and Cauliflower, and I would have agreed. Um, but now we just got to wait for those uh, entrees. I was looking at the entrees at home before
1: making our way to Epcot in Space 220. I was like, this is going to be a difficult choice, so I did what I do when I can't think for myself. I go to our Patreon, and I ask all of our supporters what they would like to see, and By far, the thing they voted for the most, I think it was like over 400 votes, and 33% of them were for the steak and frites. And so someone at this table got it, not going to say who, but it wasn't me. Uh, After that, it was, I want to say the next most requested one was the seared tuna, then the space space pad tie, I don't know what a tad pie is, but that doesn't sound good. And I don't know if it's a bad thing, so I don't want to say it anymore. Uh, A lot of people mentioned the Space Getty and Shrimp as a joke. Of course, we're not going to get Space Getty and Shrimp. There's a burger, the Gemini Burger, on the lunch menu, a steak salad, a miso salmon. I'm mentioning all the other things besides the one thing that I actually got. And that, of course, was the slow-roasted Crystal Valley Chicken. This is a 48-hour brine chicken breast with zucchini, summer squash, ricotta cheese, sun-dried tomato, butter sauce. And this makes a lot more sense now after eating it to, like, actually figure out what was all going on there because the ricotta cheese was placed under the chicken and some of the, uh, the zucchini and squash was also kind of mashed up in there too. So it was like, what is this texture? Because... I I know there's something happening here, but I'm not quite sure what all was going on there. Uh, The chicken breast, because it was brined for 48 hours, this thing was so moist. And that's honestly, that's the only way to describe it. Uh, For it being brined that long, I'm shocked that it felt under-seasoned to me. And that was kind of a miss on that. Uh, And... yeah, I whether it was inside or even on like the crispy skin that was on the outside, I was just hoping for a little bit more of a kick to it all. It was it was missing that, and it was a nice portion um, bone-in chicken. Uh, so I, I don't like it was fine. It wasn't it wasn't overwhelming. It wasn't underwhelming. It was just plain whelming.
2: I ordered the rocket flame seared tuna. Um, fennel, spiced, rub tuna, loin, eggplant, caponata, arugula, and aged balsamic. I really enjoyed my dish. I loved all of those flavors combined. And I think it's like a really nice, refreshing type of meal to have. Um, I just, I liked it. I like tuna. I think that's one of my favorite, um fish that I tend to eat, I prefer that over salmon, so hence why I ordered the tuna. But all the flavors are really fresh. The fish is very fresh. As like Craig mentioned his tuna they had earlier was fresh. Same thing here. Um I just I enjoyed the flavors. I did try some of Rhino's dish and sometimes I've been thinking here, I should have ordered that. Part of me wants that. I like noodles, but whatever. I got the tuna. I liked it. I would give it probably like an eight out of ten on my rating scale because Overall, it was good. There was nothing bad about it, and all the flavors complemented each other. I got the
3: steak and frites. Um, It is a coffee-space rub, flat iron with fries, broccolini, chimichurri, and it should be renamed frites and with a side of steak and a little bit of broccoli. The broccoli was very, very garlicky, and it had, like, a little bit of chili flakes in it, so it kind of took me by surprise. It was spicy. Um, And then... The steak I ordered it medium rare it came out medium rare which was great it relied more on the chimichurri versus the coffee rub but I still thought the flavor was really good of course I do like chimichurri so if you don't then I would probably try to avoid it but the fries were just theme park fries nothing to write home about and overall it was pretty good I wish there was a little bit more broccoli versus literally a whole plate full of fries
0: for my meal, I went with the space pad thai, which was rice noodles, stir-fried vegetables, bean sprout, crispy tofu, garlic chili crunch, sweet soy chili sauce. Um, I feel like the tofu pieces were good. There was a lot of the... It wasn't bean sprouts in mine. I don't know why they wrote bean sprouts. It was a lot of snap peas. Those are not the same thing as bean sprouts in my book. I don't think I'm alone in that. Um I thought the dish was okay. It was a very oily pad thai, like, super oily. Like, the noodles were good, um, the snap peas were very fresh, and I liked the tofu in it, but I feel like it kind of just became kind of a—it was a little tasteless and a little just, like, too oily. Like, I've had better—there's a, there's a Thai food place, like, next to my house that I feel like has better pad thai. Um, So I can't say that I was blown away. The presentation was beautiful, though. I have to say I'm a little, at this moment in the meal, I'm a little underwhelmed. I did just use the restroom, um, and there was, like, a lady's voice in there, and I was positive I was in the men's room. Um, But it sounded like, I I came out and I asked everybody, did you hear the voice in the restaurant? And they were like, no, but Erica used the bathroom, too. And she said she heard it. And I was like, okay. It sounded like Michelle... uh, Um, Gene Roddenberry's wife does the voice of the computer in Star Trek and um, I thought that's what it was but I don't know what it was saying or why it was doing that or what was going on so that was weird interesting but I'm just a little hmm. I think we're going to get some desserts though there's a child that's photographing me at the table next to us and it's making me uncomfortable so I'm going to stop talking so we can order our desserts
2: For dessert, I ordered the carrot cake. It is $14. It is carrot cake, cream cheese, candied walnuts, and toasted pepitas. And let me tell you, it is a dairy-free dessert. And I think it's one of the best dairy-free desserts I've ever had. And also, like, the best carrot cake I've ever had in my entire life. I audibly gasped after having my first bite. And I... It's just amazing. The texture is perfect. And the way I described it was it just, it tastes like fall. It tastes like autumn. Um, You know, when the Starbucks drinks come out for the fall and everyone wants that nice, like, spiced flavor, that's exactly what it was giving. And I'm so happy I ordered this. Overall, I enjoyed the aesthetic of this restaurant. I'm not sure if I'd come back and pay that $55 price point because everything else I had was fine it was fine it was okay except for that carrot cake all right that's 10 out of 10 but i know that my mom wants to come here so i would bring her to this because it's an experience but i don't think i would come out of my way on my own to do this again but i did enjoy the overall atmosphere of the restaurant
1: because of my wife's nut allergy we had a little bit more of a limited selection in terms of what we could have for desserts if we were splitting something Or, you know, just in general, I don't always like to cross-contaminate with her when she's here. I don't want to be the reason that she goes into anaphylactic shock. Anywho, long story short, I made the decision to go for a chocolate cheesecake, which was a whipped chocolate ganache, chocolate sauce, white chocolate crunchy pearls, cookie crumbs, dark chocolate shards... And yeah, this was, uh, you know, this definitely was a cheesecake. It had that flavor to it, but the cheesecake itself was like, it almost was like mousse texture. It was like very, very whipped. And I love a good whipped cheesecake. So that is something that was very pleasant to me. Uh, Yeah, beyond that, I mean, other people got other desserts, but, like, there's a chocolate and raspberry cake. No thanks. You don't need fruit and chocolate together. Uh, A vanilla bean Greek yogurt parfait. Just, like, why are you wasting your time? Gelato and sorbet. The vanilla bean Greek yogurt parfait was probably good. I don't know. Uh, It was, you know, the cheesecake was good. It was definitely my favorite thing I had. Nope, nope, the tuna. And then the cheesecake just behind it. My entree was just okay. Uh, This... This whole restaurant is just kind of meh. I I feel like it's the second review in a row that we've had where I'm just not very happy about it. But I've only eaten here during a media preview. And for that, I was like, okay, this is decent, but I don't think I'll be back here soon. And with this time, like, I definitely won't be back here soon. Even though dinner has some more interesting items, like a filet on the menu and a tomahawk pork chop, I just don't have a passion to come back. I We were here talking to each other the entire time, so I feel like I didn't spend any time looking at the atmosphere around and, like, the big giant space windows, so it's like we didn't get to really take that in. I guess if you're the type of eater where you're like I'm going to ignore everyone around me and just enjoy where I am at, then it's for you. But yeah, we just had a lot of fun talking, so it didn't hit quite as well. And the food just like it's it wasn't it wasn't anything to write home about, unfortunately. And I I I don't know. In in space no one uses seasoning. That's a play on the alien quote I'm not going to say it all. But, yeah, I'm, eh, I don't know. I don't know. It was okay.
3: Craig and I shared the chocolate cheesecake, which I thought was pretty good. Um, it could have used a little bit of, like, fruit or something. Um, but overall, for the restaurant, I think it's very wonderfully themed. I just don't think I would spend $55 on it personally. But the, the steak was pretty good. Too many fries, and then the highlight for me was the appetizer with the buffalo cauliflower.
0: For my dessert, I went with the peanut caramel comet, which was a vanilla tart, candied peanuts, caramel popcorn, white chocolate cream. That was $14. It was very good. The presentation was really, really nice. I like the contrast of like the kind of candied, salty peanuts on the side with a little bit of like candied popcorn that went with the, the like little... The little tart—it was—it was very good. It was like bringing back some nostalgia, like flavor memories. But I can't put my finger on like what it actually felt like having. Like it was giving a little, a little bit of um of um, uh, uh, what's the box of candy with the prize Cracker inside? Jacks. Cracker Jacks, and you know the the ball of popcorn you'd get it like Halloween or Easter or whatever, and you'd be like, ah, oh, this thing. But then it was good. This was a better version of that. So I enjoyed it. I did have a bite of Erica's Cheesecake, and that thing slaps, as the young people say. That carrot cake was off the chain delicious. Like, I would come back just to get a slice of that carrot cake. It was dairy-free. It was uh, plant-based, dairy-free, plant-based cream cheese, plant-based carrot cake. Oh, my gosh. This thing... This was good. I consider myself, the way that Craig feels about slices of beef, I feel that way about carrot cakes. And I am like, that thing was off the chain. But overall, I feel like, again, in terms of the restaurant, like the layout is fine. It's very 80s Epcot. I said it at the beginning of the video where I feel like it does feel like um, like the Living with the Seas or um, Coral Reef Restaurant, but in space, so... It does, it does all fit in. I, I think it's cool that it's here. Um, I think the the booths, like, looking at it, I know I said earlier about the, the the chairs and the choices of tabletops and stuff are an interesting choice to me, but, like, the booths around the windows, I like the design of, of those, and I feel like they fit the aesthetic of the restaurant and what they're going for a lot more. Um, but I don't know that I'm like, oh, I've got to get back here. Like, I would definitely probably give it another shot and come for dinner. But I wasn't overly, like, other than that carrot cake, I'd sit at the bar and have a cocktail and get that carrot cake again, probably, is what I, what I would do. The burrata, even, because that was really good. Just the actual meals, it felt a little, I don't know, for something I'd been waiting to go to for so long, it just didn't, it didn't feel out of this world. Yeah, I hate myself, too. So, uh, But I think that's going to do it for this episode of the Disney Dining Show. If you like the video, thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, leave some comments, any questions. We'll answer those to the best of our ability. Uh, if you're listening to this, please feel free to uh, rate and review the podcast wherever you listen to those. And um, don't forget about Dreams Unlimited Travel. They'll help you perm, the, per, perm. They will not help you perm your hair, as no one should. They will Well, do what you want. But... Um, they will help you plan the perfect Disney vacation, and maybe they'll help you be able to make a restaurant reservation or two. Who knows? They're over there. Dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. That's going to do it for me. I think it's time to get my head out of the clouds and head back to Earth. Yummy, yummy.